this is Margaret Cutman Frankwitz with another episode of Diabetic Survival. Okay, today's episode is going to be quite interesting. I'm going to try not to cough either. I've had a cold. So, um, with that being said, um, yeah, I have an Apple phone and unfortunately it doesn't have a stop button unless I want to be done with recording, which is really funny. I don't have that problem with Android. Okay, um, there goes my brownie points for not advertising Apple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, if it's your first time tuning into this show, welcome, congratulations, and I don't mind you listening in, so it's, it's good. If you're a diabetic, this is a place where you want to be because there aren't too many channels that actually talk about diabetes. There's a lot of great doctors out there, though. Um, minus one, which is what I want to talk about. Oh, my goodness. Okay, this doctor, I, I feel a little bit sad for him because um, he is the doctor who was actually talking about Yumi on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Now, Yumi, she's 26, 27, she's going to be 27 this year. Okay, so she stands at about, okay, so the stats that I actually looked at on her, she stands at about 5'11", which is, I think, quite tall. Um, her nationality, I was kind of curious about that. This is interesting, too. Uh, she's a second generation uh, from, from the Japanese and uh, Dutch. If you can believe that. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, I got Dutch in my ancestry. I know where she gets her white hips. Anyways, um, yeah. So, she was featured on several covers, actually. She's absolutely stoic that um, she was actually featured in the Japanese Vogue because, generally speaking, you know, they want slim, wimpy-looking tiny little girls, and she's not. She's um, 5'11", about 242 pounds. I, I didn't know that. That's what her stat said. She had a very interesting body measurement of 38, 38, 52. And just so you know, that's very standard by uh, everyone Dutch in my family, anyways. You just got those white, child-bearing hips. So, you know, it's extraordinary. But what I find very interesting is she has no stomach, which I am just absolutely envious of because um, she doesn't have a stomach. I mean, she does, but you don't see it. She's so well proportioned. And I literally thought, I would have guessed her at anywhere between 140 and 160, maybe about 5'4", and you know, um, a little bit shorter. So, those stats might be wrong. That's just what I was reading off the internet, though. So, who knows if they're true or not. Um, a lot of things are disproportionate on the internet. It was just kind of interesting. Um, so, the reason why I'm actually talking about this now is because now I'm going to talk about, you know, good doctors, bad doctors, and uh, not witch doctors. I, I think I'll leave that out. But... Okay, so Dr. Jordan Peterson, once again, is in the news complaining about how they want to bar him from psychology. 
and uh, if you've You've probably heard my episode where I was actually slamming him because of what he had said about Yumi. And, um, basically, I mean, he's he's gone around and he's he's really tore into a bunch of people. Like, per, we're talking personal attacks here. We're not talking about ideologies. We're talking about this person's a bad person because, and then just fill in the blank. And it's not even really a true statement, and... Just going back to Yumi and stuff now, I, I, I kind of wondered how she was taking all this. I was actually kind of concerned. I mean, I was really concerned. Like, how would you take it if you were on the cover of Vogue um, or even Sport, Sports Illustrated and you were giving it your very best and some, you know, jackass named Dr. Jordan Peterson was insulting your beauty? I mean, give me a break. Like... Does he think he's a spring chicken and anything pleasant to look at? No. No. He's, he's got a knowledge base. That's what he's good for. He's not good for his looks. I mean, I'm sure his wife likes him. That's great and all. But you know what? As far as looking at Jordan Peterson, I think he could change. You know? Like maybe some plastic surgery. Maybe, you know, shave that stupid beard off of his face. If he's, I don't know if he's wearing one or not. I don't really look at that. If you know what I mean. Um... You know, put some hair dye in there. I don't know, something. And change your appearance. You, you're definitely not Arnold Schwarzenegger by any means. Or Brad Pitt or Johnny Depp or any other gorgeous guy. But, okay, so... <clears throat> getting back to Yumi. Like, Yumi's only response to all this has been... I win, you lose, haha. And I think that's absolutely an appropriate response. She didn't go into detail. She didn't need to. Everybody else was doing this for her. Now, mind you, this happened where he slammed her back in, uh, I think it was May of last year. So everything that I've talked about on this issue is old news. But I still get Jordan Peterson popping up on my YouTube, which is really highly annoying because I've tried blocking several of the channels that he belongs to because I just don't like learning about this annoying person. I'm just going to say something that he's not going to like, such as your dog, you know? It's like, you're a complete dog. All right. So I was thinking about this today because I'm like, okay, I'm stewing about this. Why am I so upset about this? And I realized it's because of the way I kind of brought myself up. And that was body acceptance from a young age because, you know, you don't walk around at 105 years old, or excuse me, not 105 years old, but 105 pounds in kindergarten when, you know, the scale should be reading like more like 50 pounds, right? So I was a big kid anyways growing up. Is that my fault per se? I mean, I was eating like everybody else, but is that my fault because I'm fat? Because I can definitely guarantee you uh, multiple people have put me on their own special di diets and have tried very hard to starve me. And um, it's true, I was hungry all through grade school, all through middle school, and all through high school. High school, by the time high school rolled around, I had an eating disorder. I had bulimia. Yeah, you heard it here first. So I want to thank everybody who's tried to help me lose weight. You created the eating disorder and... Uh, when I graduated, I was 210 pounds from high school. So I was a big kid, yet I still had an eating disorder. 
not very fun. Um, when I was on my own, I could finally think and eat and do my own things, and that's when my life actually calmed down. I started losing weight, but, um, yeah, forcing people to eat a certain way is not necessarily going to be beneficial for them, especially if you know anything about keto. It's not like they were putting me on keto diets. They are putting me on, like, the anti-keto diet, which would have been no fats and no proteins and eat lots of grains and eat your Cheerios and no sugar. Well, I, I do appreciate the no sugar thing because at least they have that right, but then they have the two hours of exercise every day, and I, I was not allowed to eat breakfast until after I exercised. So, I mean, I was put through extreme tortures. Won't ever go through that again because there's two things in life that I actually learned. One, you don't need to exercise much to actually lose weight if you're on keto. If you're on keto, you're going to lose weight. You're going to plateau. When you plateau, you may want to start adding or implementing exercise or other types of diets. So there's some things that I've actually learned. And I've also learned that just because you're on keto does not mean it's going to prevent you from being a diabetic if you're already a diabetic. So, you know, just some things I learned in life. I was already a diabetic when I went on keto. But um, I gave it the good shot, you know, just doing the best I can. So, anyways, back to Yumi, back to Jordan Peterson and this comment that he made. Okay, so Jordan Peterson, he didn't actually even mention anything about Yumi, and he wasn't actually going to get his license suspended because he insulted her. Which, by the way, she's not insulted. If she's laughing about it and going, ha ha, I win, you lose, obviously she's already taken care of the problem. Like, like I don't even need to go into it. She, she knew her fans were going to tear into Jordan Peterson because he's being a jerk. People usually call out jerks, right? Call him out. Um, I don't think that it's fair that his career is destroyed by any means. I mean, there's still some good points about Jordan Peterson, even though he's just prejudice against people. I, <laughs> he probably has been in his practice so long, he probably realized he didn't know how else to get out of his practice. So he probably realized he didn't like people at all. And I'm thinking that's the case. So um, they want him to take classes and get certifications on how to speak in public. And I think that's a great idea. Hey, I think that's a great idea for everybody anyways. Excuse me. And the reason being is because personal attacks on somebody is not cool. It's not okay to start calling people ugly or fat or whatever. I mean, if you want have a differing opinion about them, go ahead and say it in the comments. Say something like, well, I understand, for instance, you feel this way, but... Excuse me, the fact of the matter is, is not everybody has the ability to just lose 20, 30, 50, 100 pounds overnight. It just doesn't happen like that. And not everybody who who's actually big eats like a, a shit ton of food either. So, I mean, that's just not 
reality. That is not based in reality. And also, you do not know how a person was actually conditioned at a young age. So there's there's several things that Jordan Peter, Dr. Jordan Peterson, I might as well call him doctor because he's doctor now, he may not be later, but there's a few things that, I mean, he's like breaking all the, the rules of his clinicals anyways, because um, you don't just go out and insult somebody. Well, I mean, what if I went around saying, oh, you're gay, and you're a horrible person? I mean, I'm not going to do that. We all know that that's like taboo. You don't say that. You, I mean, who cares if they're gay? What they do in their bedroom is their business, right? Well, okay, so when somebody's fat, the, the same rules apply. Nobody really cares what you do when you're at home. You may be sleeping 24 hours or something because you're depressed. Maybe you haven't eaten all day, but you know what? God forbid somebody think that you don't deserve to be on a cover because they say so. They're not the ruling authority. Go buy out Sports Illustrated or whatnot. So, anyways. Now, on Twitter, you know, Jordan Peterson got blasted. I didn't realize it was Jordan Peterson that got blasted first on Twitter. I, I didn't realize that. So, I know there's, that, like, he's got a bunch of supporters because he's written, like, over, like, according to him, he's self-proclaimed Dr. Mr. I'm smart, so I write lots of things. According to him, he's got, like, over 100 papers, 100 articles. He's got several books out there with his name slathered all over it. And let me tell you something. I want to give him two cents for any of his literature at all after what he did to Yumi. I, I just, if you think I'm being harsh, you should read some of the comments by Perez Hilton, for instance, who totally uh, tore him up, tore him up one side and down the other, and a few others. So, um, you know, the articles have been written on him and how he's bashing women in general. Okay, so this actually goes um, a little bit further, okay? So I had a girl um, in my cab, in my Uber, she's taking her home. I picked her up from the same place where I was 86 uh, a week or two ago, which is kind of weird because you think that you'd actually have to be like a, a bad person to get 86 from a store, but that's not necessarily the case. You could just be doing your job and get 86 which was the case of what I had actually experienced. So anyways, I have her in my cab now, because now now the, the mitten's on the other hand here, right? So I know exactly who she is, and I just look at her, and I'm like, oh, how funny! And she's like, what? I'm like, you look just like the girl who 86'd me from this store a couple weeks ago. Come to find out she's actually new, okay? So I'm going to cut her a break. But, you know, I, I guess she thought she was being funny or something. So, we're trying to describe this girl who actually 86 me from the store. She's like, oh, I don't know anybody who fits that description. Was she an older woman? I'm like, no. She was your age. <laughs> your age, your size, everything. I'm here describing her, right? Like, she knew, but she's playing dumb. And then all of a sudden, out of the middle of nowhere, she goes... Well, I really don't appreciate it when somebody tells me that, that I should go eat a cheeseburger. And I started thinking about it. I'm like, I never told her that. But somebody must have told her that one time. And that is absolutely funny because that is something that I would actually tell somebody to you if they actually insulted me. But it would take them insulting me for me to actually say that. Or insulting somebody that I knew or somebody who I felt was getting bashed for no reason. 
and the other person was, you know, skeins around. But I did tell her this, and this is kind of like uh, one of the things I did say. So I told her basically, nobody deserves to get bashed. If you're too thin, if you're too fat. Uh, the people in between, they, you know, they don't matter because nobody ever insults them. If anybody ever insults them, they're weird. But think about it this way, too. People don't like different. And I'm sorry, but we're all different. If you really start looking at people and the people that you try sending into hiding, you're going to find that we come in all different shapes, sizes, colors, preferences, etc. And we all have the right to work and live our lives the way that we see fit. Okay? You're too skinny, go eat a cheeseburger. Like, I'm, I'm just going to tell you straight out. Because you, you were messing with my job. You were messing with me. You had somebody set you up to this and it's just completely stupid. Okay? So let me tell you a little story. And, and you, may have, you may know the Adams family. Who doesn't know the Adams family? And I'm going to speak particularly about Morticia. Morticia, the beautiful lady dressed in black who most people would probably not be friends with because they'd be afraid that she'd probably poison their coffee or something. All right? Morticia. And they probably deserved it too. She's poisoned. Because I don't think she'd do that unless they were evil. But anyways, so we're talking about the oddball family, right? So, you know, um... Her husband, Gomez, sends her a dozen roses. And, of course, she takes the roses. I don't I don't think he's ever actually... I, I haven't ever seen him give her a dozen. She gets it, usually gets it from her garden. So, she'll go to her garden. She'll bring back these roses. And she's totally cutting off the rosebuds. The most beautiful parts. And she's saving the ugly bits. You know, the stems. Which people could care less about. Except for the fact that they have a purpose. They actually hold the bud up, right? And she saves the stems and throws away the buds. That's waste. And people are just like, okay, that's like the weirdest thing ever, but that's always been her trade. It's what she's done. They've shown it in so many episodes now that that's who you know who Morticia is. She's obviously a little bit what us normal people would consider crazy. But that's how she likes her flowers. She likes clipping off the bud and saving the stem. So, what is the significance of what I'm saying here? So, should we cut off the bud? No, I'm not saying we need to cut off the buds of our beautiful flowers. Not at all. What I'm saying is, is, eye is in the, the, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So, regardless if you like really super thin, twiggy chicks, or if you like super thick chicks, you know, that's your preference. Or let's say you just want normal. That's fine. But you know what? You don't need to go above and beyond to insult somebody's character or to insult somebody's body just because you're feeling bad that day and you feel like a 12-year-old caught in a 40-year-old's body or 50 years old or in Jordan Peterson's, I think he's like 70-year-old's body. So, I mean, it's not acceptable to actually comment on somebody's body. So, even though she was perfectly fine by it, maybe it was just a publicity stunt, maybe he was trying to get publicity for his books, like... Like, the guy has been on meltdown, I don't know for how long, but I know since he actually insulted Yumi, this whole um, vaccine mandate stuff. And maybe people are just out to make him look nuts. 
And maybe he's not nuts at all. And maybe he can't shut up about this. Maybe he doesn't realize how stupid he sounds every time he gets on the air and talks about the corruption, how horrible it is that they're making him take certifications in public speaking. And I'm just sitting here thinking, you know what, I wish they'd offer me that. I'd take it in a heartbeat. I mean, I know I've been on the, on the air for about three years now, but I mean, still, I mean, I could put that under my belt and say that I completed it. So it kind of reminds me of work, for instance. Work usually has you complete certain uh, courses. Um, I know, like, for instance, with my driving, I've had to complete at least 60 different courses. And I didn't learn anything new, really. I mean, most of the stuff I knew, but there were some parts that came in useful. But the fact is, is I completed it. So that was the main thing, is I completed it. So before you start throwing rocks at my house, maybe you need to examine your own house. And uh, this goes for my haters, too, because my haters are, are my number one fan, just so you know. So I get some people on there who are just a little bit loose in the head. Like, I don't know if it's the fentanyl or the pain medication they're on or whatever the, whatever they're doing. But uh, maybe they're just bored and need to get a life or something. But I have found that there are just people out there who just want to irritate other people. And if that's you, get the hell off my channel. You don't belong there. Um, go find your own podcast. Get a life. I have this podcast specifically for diabetics, and we do talk about topics that are off because these topics affect us too. So um, to the diabetic that's out there struggling right now, just so you know, this channel's there so you actually have some kind of outlet of, of normalcy because I'm telling you, even even now, I still feel alone being a diabetic, and it's been years. It has literally been years where um, you're going to feel like your doctor doesn't understand you, your clinician doesn't understand you. Um, they haven't seen this article or this bit of information. They don't know how this diet is actually working for you or helping you. Because they don't really have a clue. and they're not really, There's not really a lot they can do at this point. Sometimes we don't need their help, right? We're all on our own path and our own destination. So, but this is for like-minded individuals, diabetics, to actually culminate and know that, hey, we got each other's backs. This isn't for my backstabbers to actually dig for more information on me so that they can, like, uh, cause grief and turmoil in my life. So, I... The reason why I'm actually speaking about that is because I actually um, received a message from a Christian about somebody trying to put a hex on me. I don't even believe in that junk. And it's really dangerous for the person putting the hex on me because you're going to get that return to you tenfold. Like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. I'm just giving that to you as a warning because that's going to actually uh, bounce off of me and then stick right into you. And that's regardless if you do it or you pay somebody to do it, as uh, my person, my insider actually told me. All right. So anyways, with that being said, I know that was a little bit weird. Um, something about diabetes. Okay. So I'm actually, oh yeah, I had, I had to say this. This actually does affect diabetes. 
Yeah, finally, 23 minutes in, finally, something about diabetes. Okay, so as you know, if you're doing keto, eggs are a huge factor. And, you know, like it's really hit our wallet in the past uh, year or so. And allegedly the, the prices are going to come down, but they're, like, I got to report this. This is kind of um, intolerable if you think about it. But I found out the real reason why, at least, okay, this is according to f several homesteaders that were actually on YouTube. They were claiming that their hens were not laying eggs based off of the feed that they were actually giving their chickens. And they realized this, like they just thought their chickens were bum hens or something. But they realized that after they gave them a bunch of table scraps, they started laying eggs again. And then when they gave them the feed again, they stopped laying. And so then that's how they actually knew that there was something going on with their feed. I know, weird, right? So this is actually affecting the cost of eggs. So let's not call it a pandemic or anything, right? So, oh yeah, the, these guys wouldn't have anything to do with the price of eggs, right? Like, like you got to know that this market's being manipulated, and the people who suffer more most, you know, the people who are, are living keto and we, we depend on eggs, you know, sometimes five eggs a day, six eggs a day, sometimes just three, sometimes just two, or like me, none right now. Like, I'm, I'm counting on lean proteins. I've had to switch my diet just because of this whole egg fiasco. And um, so I'm not total, totally able to do the, the keto that I'd prefer to do. Um, which is not keto at all anymore. It's more like Atkins, but at least it's there. So, with that being said, um, I hopefully, you know, I would actually strongly encourage that if you're going to have your own chickens, which I think everybody should have anyways, um, including me, I just, you know, I live in an apartment. I just don't know where I'd put them. Definitely not in my apartment, okay? Um, but if I had land, I'd have chickens. For sure, because those eggs are, those eggs are like little golden nuggets, okay? That's what keeps me alive. That's what keeps me going. And um, so I really hope that the price of eggs goes down here pretty soon. I mean, we haven't even discussed with, the, with these egg farmers or whatnot, um, grass-fed or, or at least range, you know, range-free eggs. I mean, we haven't even gotten into that yet because of the big hoodoo about this whole avian flu and, um, of course, this grain crisis. So, and don't get me started on the water because we have a water crisis, too, uh, going on. There, like, we have a bunch of darts going out there. We need to do something about it, people. All right. So, I guess I'll talk more about the water thing later. I just wanted to get out what I needed to get out and... Shame on you, Jordan Peterson. Go take your classes. Stop trying to lose your, your degree. Um, what a stupid reason to lose it just because you insist upon insulting people. I mean, grow the freak up, Jordan Peterson. What is wrong with you? All right, so that's all i got to say. And all those losers following Dr. Jordan Peterson right now, just so you know, you're wrong. He's wrong, you're wrong, and you're following an idiot. He's being an idiot right now. He needs. To, there's so many people he needs to apologize to. And 
You guys are willing to go down the Titanic with him. He's your captain. So, don't be a loser like Dr. Jordan Peterson. Okay? All right. All right, so this has been Margaret Coleman Frankowitz signing out. Thank you so much for listening and for tuning in. And I hope that you have a great day. Oh, yes, and be kind to each other. Don't be like Jordan Peterson. All right, take care.